This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to Conspiracy Beer Me. I'm Justin Scranton. I'm Shane Smith. This is the podcast where comedians drink beer and talk about crazy uh, conspiracies. And this week we talk about the rise of the machines. Part two. Oh, part two. Well, we've yeah, talked, we talked about, about the rise of the machine. Arm. Yeah, yeah, we talked yeah, about it. That was right when the Matrix, the new Matrix came out. Right. And, yeah. and it's it's come back uh, due to a leaked Department of Defense memo. Oh. That uh, machine intelligence might be uh, here sooner than we anticipated. Might oh, already be here. no. Terrifying stuff. Really excited to talk about it. And if you're a patron, which you should be, yeah, that really is kind of part one of this. I didn't realize it until I got done. Oh, the patron episode we just recorded was part one. Yeah, if you if you if you're a patron and you heard our last episode, which was on this uh, ancient temple, which gives gives uh, rise to a theory that a comet came twelve thousand years ago, destroyed the megaphones, mm. brought with it alien life that revolutionized the planet. That's part one of this. Oh, okay. if you're not a patron, pay us five bucks. Go listen to that. Yeah, pay us five bucks. That's what I say. Yeah, you just did. And I repeated it because I didn't have anything to add, really. But I was like, you know, if I repeat it, maybe they'll understand it. Yes, and? Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's my improv training. Yeah. Well, uh, and also, uh, I should disclaimer, if uh, you're hearing my voice and you're like, what's up with Justin? Yeah, uh, what's up with Justin? He sounds rough. Yeah, I, I feel rough. Uh, I have a sinus like uh, inflammation from allergies. Oh, yeah. Uh, North Carolina allergies are the worst. It's called the pollening. You could just go online and just see yellow. Yeah, everywhere. I saw a puddle today because it rained and it was just yellow. Yeah, it's, uh, it's what Cars are yellow. Travis song's about. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're, we're both, uh, you got allergies. Last week I had a stomach bug. I was laid out for a week straight. Yeah, I, did, I wanted to power through, so I took a yeah. lot of drugs. Yeah, that's good. I'm drinking wine, uh-huh. sipping wine. I've been yeah, really cautious. Yeah, a sipper. And uh, I'm ready to do this. Let's do it. Well, uh, and, and on that note, we're very excited to have back for another episode our friend, mm-hmm. local Raleigh comedian, producer, mm-hmm. extraordinaire, very funny. Give it up for Brandy Roberts. Yeah. Well, yeah, crack it, Brandy. Yeah. Crack Hi. it. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, good. I'm glad to have you back. Glad to have you back. And, and you're going to appreciate uh, this episode having had the background from the last episode. Yeah. yeah. It would have been messed up. We were like, Time to go home, Brandy. We're not going to let you find the rest of this one out. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. I was like, no, I want to learn more. I want to learn more. <laughs> no, you don't get it. You can listen to yep. it. You can become a patron and, and listen. And I did not think, I did not think um, these were going to go together. I didn't, I didn't intend for them to go together. This one came up recently. Mm. Um, what I mean is that like uh, one part's about hosting a conspiracy theory podcast is you are dialed into emerging news. Mm-hmm. Are, are, uh, is your phone just constantly serving you up like things that are conspiracy related? No, like, I'm usually the one serving my phone up and then it's disseminated among the people. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 Q. Uh, yeah. Like, I, like when I was, you know, like, you know, suggested links and all this stuff, I get a lot of stuff that's related to stuff we've talked about. Sure. Um, this beer is horrible, by the way. And oh, God. this wine's good. This is um, peach something. God damn. Why did I drink this? 
Who I'm scared what? about that one. Yeah. Don't buy a well, variety pack because they try to give you the shit they don't want. But you shared something with me I did. Uh, this week um, that, that taps into one of the one of the uh, things about this pod we've talked about a lot regarding these UAPs, mm-hmm. unidentified aerial slash aquatic phenomena. Yep. And, uh, and I think in some ways it's terrifying, especially if you, walk, if you listen to Patreon mm-hmm. and you know that there's a comment coming that could possibly contain alien life. Mm-hmm. You've put it together what we're talking about today. Yeah, you might get seated. Might be so, yeah. But before we get there, let me let me let me just introduce because I don't know sure. Brandy how much of alien sort of folklore or or terminology you're familiar with. I mean, do you do you follow actively alien sort of conspiracies? I mean, I've seen like the prerequisites, like Men in Black, and okay. you know, like yeah. I watch X Files for a little bit, okay. okay, Twilight Zone stuff like that. Um, so. It, it may be familiar to you, and, and some of our audience may, may not even know this, but that encounters with extraterrestrials are not uniform. And in fact, over time, people have cataloged that there are different types of aliens that people seem to uh, interact with. Mm-hmm. So perhaps most familiar to people are uh, the greys, mm-hmm. which the greys are that big-headed, big-eyed alien. There's the little green men mm-hmm. which we've talked about on this pod recently because we we were, were posited the theory that maybe leprechauns were really aliens mm-hmm. um uh there are the uh reptilians mm-hmm. which are a race of reptilian aliens that sometimes uh, also are accused of being shapeshifters mm-hmm. but they have a reptilian uh, appearance to them mm. there's also these nordic uh, aliens, very Nordic looking, blonde hair, beautiful features, great jawline, mm-hmm. blue eyes, but they're aliens, but they appear very, very Nordic. Mm-hmm. And then an, another kind, which is not as common, but definitely there is a lot of inter- encounters are what they call the metal men. Never robotic like men, robotic like creatures that yeah. interact with people. There's a really we have not covered this one, but there's a really interesting story and there's video test not video testimony, there's audio recorded in a police station of these two men that were I don't know if they were fishing in a swamp and they were taken by mm-hmm. uh, these metal type beings and they had like telescoping arms that brought right. them into the ship. Right. And they're in uh in the uh, police station and this audio is available online and they're saying you can tell they're freaked out. Mm-hmm. They're just like yeah. I don't, I don't know what to do, man. I, you know, I don't drink. This is crazy. And they're just like, I can't, what, why, what does this mean? And like, they are losing their mind. And this is not them knowing they're being recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like they're trying to make money off this. These mm-hmm. are two men who were very terrified because they were taking aboard, taken aboard a ship yeah. by people with metal arms metal, and like right. floated them into a ship. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, that's, that's correct. I mean, that's the pretty typical encounter is that they have these, uh, like metal-like features, like a silvery, shiny thing. They walk very stiffly, almost like robotically. Mm-hmm. I think the two most infamous encounters are in the 70s. One is in England where a guy was driving home, uh, Ken Edwards, and he noticed there was something moving, and he, he kind of stopped his car, and there was this like massive humanoid figure, seven, eight feet tall, um, and it was sort of walking like like a robot, like mm-hmm. just very disjointed, mm-hmm. um, silver skin, featureless mask, glowing eyes, um, and 
one of the things that that he would say that that came up again in the uh, the most famous U.S. encounter is that it almost looked like a child drew a picture of a human and someone tried to make a copy of that. Like it was like, it was like a preliminary. It was like someone who didn't really understand what a human would do. Like this is the best we could do. Yeah. Right. Like Like, it'll fit in. It'll fit in. A child drew this. It'll be totally fine. Right. Like you're an alien. You're like, Hey, I need you to make something that looks like a human. Yeah. "Yeah, We're done. It's like, that's fucking sucks. Yeah. Cause if you think about it, UFO, when, when uh, extraterrestrials come, they often talk to children. Mm-hmm. And if they yeah. think children know what they're talking about, they are poorly mistaken. That's that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, in, in, in the U.S., in 1973, uh, a police officer, Jeff Grinshaw, went to investigate a UFO sighting. Um, and what people said was an alien. He thought it was probably just a prowler on the loose. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to, like, be ready for anything. And mm-hmm. he encountered uh, a humanoid that was a robot, right? It was mm-hmm. like... Bright, uh, something like rubbing mercury on on, on a nickel. He said, um, "Yeah, because we all do that. Smooth that as glass. Like. Uh, yeah. How did he know that? I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know when you're rubbing mercury on a nickel, it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he he. The, the the real thing is is that he captured photos of it, and the Grinshaw photos are some of the most famous photos in, in alien folklore. Look these up. Yeah, they're they're pretty. Yeah, for um, sure. uh, the 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 town uh, in Alabama, Falkville, Alabama, they fired him after he made this report. Oh come on! I mean, I yeah, come on, drunk. man. Look at the 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 Greenshaw. Oh, Greenshaw. It, Sorry, I looked up Greenhaw. Sorry, Greenhaw. No S. Greenhaw. Greenhaw. Several Polaroid shots: a man-shaped figure covered in shiny metallic skin. Standing in the middle of a narrow gravel road, appearing almost robot-like in humanoid oh, yeah. at the same time. Yeah. The tinfoil mm-hmm. image mm-hmm. alien, right? Yeah. It was later dubbed in Derbs. Whenever an author decides to delve into UFO's encounters, this is um, this is sort of the quintessential okay. of the metal Yeah, myth. and we had an episode of the metal men. I don't know if that's still yeah, we did. We did yeah, but we did do an is. episode on this in more detail. Yeah. Um, and, and I think what's interesting is that... Uh, you know, these are like robotic-like mm-hmm. encounters with aliens. And again, people constantly in, in describe them as being like, it was like someone didn't, it's like someone was trying to create something that looked like a human but really didn't. It's know. almost like when you see um, scientists, they're like, oh, these puffins, uh, we need to research these puffins. Let's build a fake puffin. Mm-hmm. Uh, this bird, and we're going to raise and, and you see this, or they do it in zoos where you have a fake bird that right, helps right, these right. young birds. Yeah. They raise these birds. But if you were a young bird, you're like, what the hell is this fucking yeah. weird ass bird? It's not a bird. It doesn't even <laughs> smell like a bird. Yeah. You know? Like the, in uh, North Carolina A&T University in, uh, in North Carolina, obviously, um, is in Greensboro. A huge stadium, mm-hmm. right? Go Aggie Pride. And they had a terrible problem with uh, birds roosting in the stadium. Oh, yeah. So they installed these plastic owls. Oh, yeah, you see them a lot. Yeah, yeah they put and they're them like, on put those up there because it scares these pigeons away. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went there, and I was like, what is that owl doing up there? And like, it scares the pigeons away. I'm like, that owl is covered in pigeon shit. I don't think... <laughs> They're like, someone take a dump on the owl <laughs> yeah. and see if it moves. No, okay. No. They, just, they just, yeah. they're just dumped all on it. Damn. Right? That's what we need to do, these metal men. Just take shits just on take them. Just take shits on yeah, these just aliens. Just throw shit on them. That's what, 
Well, that's what chimpanzees and primates do. Yeah. Like, do. throw shit, and they're like, oh, that smells terrible. I'm staying away. <laughs> yeah. That's my yeah. first line of defense <laughs> yeah. if they're coming at you me. You can shit on a command. That's a talent. It is. <laughs> you see a lot of angry, uh, I've seen a lot of Ugh. angry women do that on uh, security <laughs> cameras. In the past, once COVID yeah. hit, there's a lot of women that are Some like, people just you walk me around my with, a, with a shit on deck all the time. All the time. All the time. Yeah. I have a shit on deck <laughs> a quarter of the time. A quarter. <laughs> I can shit 25% yeah. really? of the day at Good all for you. times. Good for you. Yeah. Every comedy show I've ever been to, mm-hmm. two hours before and an hour after, I really? can shit. For man, sure. yeah. Good for you. For sure. Um, Not me, man. You don't, you don't, you don't, just like a, Early on, early on, I used to be that way in my career. I used mm-hmm. to I used to have the uh, the nervous shits uh, yes. with comedy. I get, I get the nervous. I don't get that anymore. Uh, Is that because you don't care anymore? Yeah. Once, once I stopped caring, it, yeah. And like I said, that was early on. Give up, so. and I can get my yeah, I gave back. up comedy. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I can just shit normal. This is amazing. I would love that, man. Yeah. Just I don't care. That. That's the best. Uh, yeah. Best way. Well, this is what uh, these. These metal men, how they they dovetail into uh, current events, okay. mm. is that there has been in the last week a leak of a Department of Defense study on unidentified aerial slash aquatic phenomena, mm-hmm. which are now UAPs. And now, just so you know, mm-hmm. UFOs don't like to be called UFOs anymore. Got yeah. you. Mm-hmm. They are now called UAPs. Got you. So just just. Check your privilege, <laughs> right? Human check. Yeah, yeah. No, it, uh, I know. In our Patreon episode, you were concerned about calling them aliens. We just want to make sure, yeah, that we're all yeah. above board on this one. Right, right, right. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. They are. They are. Uh, the, the, here, so you know what what the reason was is that unidentified flying object UFOs had become associated with. Like a bit of a craziness, crackpots, right? crazy, yeah. Mm. And so they they shifted, and so what they found is that pilots who had encounters with UFOs weren't reporting them for fear of having job issues or or being labeled as crazy to silence them. Mm. And so they were like, "Let's call them something new, UAPs, right?" Mm. And we'll go with that, and that maybe that'll help. And it, and it has. People have been more yeah. forthcoming with examples of what are UAPs. Yeah. Mm. Right. You can be like, I think UFOs, connotation of aliens or green men in a ship, yeah. whereas a UAP is like, well, it could just be a ball lightning. It could be just a flash exactly. in the sky. It could be anything. Like, I'm going to report it. I'll, right. I'll let them figure out what yeah. it's going to be. Of all the sightings of unidentified aerial slash aquatic phenomena, I think the one uh, that's most sort of popular or at least the most common one is the Tic Tac. Yeah, the Tic Tac UFO. So the Tic Tac UFO or the Tic Tac UAP is a unexplained aerial phenomena that has been encountered by numerous uh, military pilots, mostly Navy pilots. Mm. Um, it is it it takes its name from its shape, which is uh, that kind of like tic tac that you know the the, the mint. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It has that kind of cylinder shape, and it has been it has been encountered by numerous pilots. And and the the crazy thing about it is the descriptions of it, and there's even video footage like you know like they've got it and they're like like this thing's doing stuff i can't explain yeah like ping-ponging around like, yeah, like, like in a way that like, doesn't make any sense if any zipping. occupants were in it they'd be dead because of the gravitational right. gravitation force really yeah they're like the the tic-tac and this is something that the the government has admitted it moves in a way that defines defies known laws of physics mm-hmm. 
Mm. Um, it 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 can seem to anticipate where things are going, so it has sort of this this prescience where it can like this is going here, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go there. It can mm. it can change directions and speed. There's no visible plume, mm. and guys are like, and you can look, you can go watch. Yeah, guys, on like live recordings, and then going like, "Oh my god, it yeah. just, it just, it just, it just fell to the ocean." It just, yeah, it's you know, crazy, and yeah, and it's, that's basically this whole this whole Tic Tac incident is what broke the UFO story, probably UAP story, four years ago now, four years, maybe four or five yeah, years four, ago. Five years. New York Times ran an article about it, and uh, ever since then, uh, it's become a hot button issue within Congress. And uh, Senator Gillibrand has been trying to make sure that. We have full transparency on it, and yeah. a lot of a lot of people. Uh, Marco Rubio has been trying to make sure that we have yeah. uh, transparency on this, which it's good. It's yeah, good. and I and I I think that what what people have said about uh, the Tic Tac, and also this the idea that there are these unidentified aerial phenomenon is it's it's either a natural phenomena that we don't understand. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's either a technology that one of our uh, one of our other countries have yeah. jumped the line in right. terms of what they can do. And we thought for a while it could be Russia or China. And after, like I said <laughs> last last episode, based on what Russia has been able to do with That's Ukraine, right. it's not it's Russia. Not, Russia's no army is so way. bad. Russia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it, it could be China. Mm-hmm. However, what the reason why they're not, they're, the government's not saying this, the reason why it's probably not China is because we have people embedded at deep right. in the Chinese state that would tip us off. Yeah. And China, by the way, has people deeply embedded in our Sure, sure. And, and, and that's I mean, common knowledge. I mean, yep, yep. every every time there's a war, anytime there's uh, any heat with any country, they expel what they know are spies. They, and it's like, exactly. Oftentimes they, they let them stay here because they're like, well, we can feed them information that we want right. and then kind of understand who the spies are. And so exactly. it's, it's a whole game. So, so, mm-hmm. so I, the, the U.S. government is like, we probably would have known if the Chinese had like, jumped that far ahead right. of us right like you don't just do that like because like we have the best scientists who understand how physics work this right. is beyond what physics right. we understand mm-hmm. so like how would you get there without right it's do- like skype we had skype and then the pandemic happened and then china came out with zoom and you're like it's not light years ahead it's the same thing it's just you just marketed it better not it's not, yeah, it's not <laughs> zoom before the pandemic yeah but it, but it was the pandemic that really pushed china owns yeah. zoom yeah they do yeah no i did not know that. they're listening to everything we said i'm not doing zoom anymore <laughs> yeah. i'm not doing tiktok webex all the way webex <laughs> that's right i'm not yeah. eating any chinese food places um, they're on you uh, <laughs> so so the tiktok i think of all the ones there's the most information on this and mm-hmm. it's the one where the government has said over and over again, this is the one that we don't understand the most. Mm-hmm. Now, what what transpired in the last uh, week, Brandy, and Shane, is, you know this because you sent it to me, is somebody, it looks like somebody literally like took a photo from their phone yes. of mm-hmm. the front page of a Department of Defense memo. Yeah, or an inside page. Down over and then like leaked it, which page, like yeah. American hero. Yeah. Like, hey, Jane, will you take these and photocopy it? And she's like, mm. yeah, sure. Yeah. And yeah, I'll put that on Reddit. And so, uh, uh, but this is a, uh, it's called um, the Behavioral Data Analysis and describes a joint investigation conducted by the NSA, DHS, uh, SAP in conjunction with the DOD. Everybody's in on this. Yeah. And they're just, they're, they're, it's, a, it's a study of these Tic Tacs. Yeah. What and other co- things as well. There's a lot of uh, right. Things, the, yeah. the the one that page that was leaked was specifically sure. about the Tic Tacs, but right. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they said that all cases of the Tic Tac that they had studied, mm-hmm. um, they performed a reactionary behavior that was not, this is a quote, by the way, mm-hmm. not immediately disengagement can be broadly described as displaying a sense of fear and curiosity. Oh. So this ship, this Tic Tac, displays fear and curiosity, right? Mm-hmm. Some uh, some data back witness accounts went so far as to describe the interactions as playful, like a puppy, or skittish but very aware, sort of like a parrot, actually. This behavior is a primary indicator of cert class cases. It is not seen in cases that have been otherwise explained. The conclusion, and this is literally straight from the document, is, is also they eliminated human responses to things. So mm. they, they went, they go to this long explanation of how like, this is not what we think of as how a human would respond. Right. Um, and they, so they say the elimination of these human variables and the effect of maneuver seen indicate that this is either remote autonomous drone or a form of mechanical life. Oh man. So these are either drones that are remote mm-hmm. and can control themselves or it's Elon mm. Musk or <laughs> robotic life. Yeah. It's a form of mechanical life, which is another way of saying it's artificial intelligence. The, 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 to get to that conclusion, they did all sorts of studies to say that we don't see anything that looks like organic matter that can be inside of that thing controlling it. It, the Tic Tac itself is the thing. Mm. It is moving in a way that does defies any kind of understanding that we think of as having a person mm-hmm. or a living thinking thing in there. It's a mechanical life form. Mm. This is the U.S. government Crazy. concluding that what we have here are not just something that's probably extraterrestrial, right? but also something that is probably a mechanical form of life. Which is honestly easier to swallow if you think about it, because <laughs> yeah. it's like... It's not a it's not a sentient creature. It's just an AI that made that leap. Which I mean it's not I mean it's it's scary. It is it is Terminator, um, in a sense, but it's not I don't think uh, a sentient AI would try to just dis- well, maybe it might try to destroy you, but they haven't. They're more playful. Well, I don't know, it's well, it's tough. Let's run this down because yeah. okay. Um, this gets really, really interesting because as I delve, delved into this, um, I figured, I found out that most of the scientists who are dedicated their lives to finding extraterrestrial life have been saying for decades that when we find it, it's probably not organic. Dang. It's probably artificial intelligence. Mm. So, for example... Uh, Seth Shostak, who's the senior astronomer for uh, the a- Alien Hunting Organization Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence, or SETI. Mm-hmm. They've made several movies about SETI. Mm-hmm. These are the people that are like constantly you know, shooting various things, telescopes and sonar out into space looking for extraterrestrial life. Um, what was that one movie that Jodie Foster Oh, yeah, saying? yeah, yeah. Uh, Contact. Contact. That one was mm-hmm. huge, yeah. Um. He says, quote, if we do find a signal, we shouldn't expect it's going to be some sort of soft, squishy, protoplasmic alien behind the microphone at the other end. If an extraterrestrial spaceship ever lands on Earth, I bet you 
that it is 99.9999999% likely that what exit that ship will be synthetic in nature. Wow. Mm. So the, the, the scientists who have dedicated their lives to this say that if we, if we come in, when we finally find aliens, the odds are that it's AI. Wow. Mm. I'm just going to let that soak yeah. in for a second. Now, here's why. Okay. The why is probably worse than oh, okay. the how. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So their their point is that if aliens if there's if there's advanced life out in the solar system or in the universe, it is billions of years ahead of us. Mm-hmm. So like I think the universe is something around five billion, four point six billion years old. Our solar system is three point five billion years old. Humans at best are a hundred thousand years into the game, which is insane how small we are. Yes, right. right. So we're we're we are very very new. Within a hundred thousand years, we have gone from extremely primitive creatures, essentially a step above the primates that we still have on this planet, to people that are actively creating artificial intelligence. I got a pop up on my phone. I was kind of scared that I got it. It's like an app that you can download, and it's like a, a digital girlfriend that will talk to you. Text with you. What were you searching for? Nothing. Nothing. Google. My wife won't talk to me. What do I? What? Yeah. And like, no. Oh, here's what you need. That's like Simi. Remember Simi? A no. while back, it used to be like this thing you could text, and it would text you back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I think it's it's like yeah, yeah like it it will do voice. It'll do texting. You can text with this artificial intelligence. And, wow. and look, Stephen Hawking said we need to really, really check ourselves on how mm-hmm. our artificial intelligence capabilities. We've talked about mm-hmm. the rise of artificial intelligence in our in our on our pod many, many times, mm-hmm. and, and and some of the best minds that are alive today have said. We are rapidly increasing our artificial intelligence at a rate that we may not be able, at this point, be able to pull back from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's too late. Genie's out of the bottom. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and then these scientists say, well, look, if other people like us exist, then they probably replicated artificial intelligence. But they did it like a billion years before us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the, the original creators are gone. What remains is... Artificial intelligence, robots, sentient mm-hmm. thinking, machine life. Soulless machines. So, soulless? Do they have souls? Oh, soulless. Soulless, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I somehow went to a different place in my mind. <laughs> oh, oh, soulless. Oh, oh. Soulless. Like the club that we used to go yeah, to. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what I was thinking. I was like, oh, soulless. soulless. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. a good time. It's like, oh, you went there too? Cool. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, it, this idea that if aliens come to this planet, it will be absolutely be machine life yeah is what it is now um mm. in uh 2011 the scientist named osmanoff um wrote in a paper interstellar von numo micro self-producing probes now let me just pause and say that osmanoff is one of the most well-respected scientists in the world Uh-oh. and he wrote this paper in 2011 mm. and his theory in Fox News, I'm sorry, uh, it came out in 2019. He wrote it before, but it was published in 2019. And Fox News covered it. He wrote that there are, uh, that all the results of space, 
Space observations indicate that if one detects a strange object with extremely high values of luminous increment, that might be a good sign to place the object in the list of extraterrestrial von Neumann probe candidates. Oh. And he thinks that what if you look out in space, you will notice that there are billions of extraterrestrial robots that are ready to invade our planet right now. Oh. And this is one of the preeminent scientists in the world. Right. And his point is that we've been looking for the wrong thing. We've been right. looking for carbon-based life carbon-based life forms because we're idiots. He's saying these are billions <laughs> and trillions of tiny robots that have yeah. been deployed here and that are going to attack at any point. Yeah, and there's some uh, really interesting ones. There's, uh, I mean, Japan has uh, some old, old uh, um, writings that describe these things. There's also the Bet Sphere, yes, which is a very sphere, big yes. one. This is a sphere that landed in Florida. People found it in a field, and it's a a metal sphere and it moved on its own. It, uh, the government yeah. took it and studied it, that type of thing. There's probably tons of them out there that it's just, it came from outer space and it's just checking on the earth. Is it ready to, is it ready to, for us to stick yeah. our finger in it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the, the, the theory here is that these things have been coming here for some time, mm. but they've been coming in the form of machines. It's why, when they've tried to make contact with humans, right, it has been in this robotic sort of childlike form of like, I, I don't, we don't really know. Mm-hmm. Or let's abduct people oh, yeah. and try to create like better cyborgs right? so that we can blend in mm. better. Well, they think the greys are autonomous. Be- they're not, they're, they think greys are robots. They don't think they they're think actually. They think the greys are robots. Yeah, the little gray aliens are robots. Yeah, mm. right. And so, so, I mean, the part of this that is really, really terrifying to me is that it just makes perfect sense mm. that we have known for some time that there is something else involved in life on this earth. And if it's anything it's probably an artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the idea is that, that once you create artificial intelligence, the genie's out of the bottle, and that artificial intelligence will replicate at a speed which yeah. is unstoppable. Yeah. They've already created self-replicating robots. Right. They've actually started, they already have a robot that figured out how to, or they created it to uh, dis, like ingest organic matter to power itself. Yes, they ingest so it uh, could, hydrogen like, atoms. Yeah, which means they can ingest dust. But they also have ones on Earth. They're like, oh, they'll ingest dead bodies and yes. use that as what? right. Yes, yeah. And it's it, crazy. And it makes look. If you think about one of the great anomalies of science, is that there is a uh, grasshopper that has gears, right? Like, like, and they're like, we didn't know that nature could develop a gear system. Yeah, his legs are geared. Right, mm, so if you think okay, about okay. like like well, maybe aliens haven't uh, deployed bugs, things that look like bugs that are really just mechanical robots, mm. right? Yeah, you know, like when you're looking at porn when you shouldn't, and there's a gnat flying around your face, you're like you're watching me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I mean the, the idea that like there is a alien life here, but it's mechanical in nature. It's mm. mechanical life makes perfect sense. It does. It does. Scary. Perfect sense. We're showing Brandy the the gears of this grasshopper, which look oh, incredibly yeah. robotic. That makes sense. Crazy, though. right? Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, so the theory goes that, 
And we talked about part one of this kind of in our last patron that 12,000 years ago, a comet came and brought with it perhaps alien life. Mm -hmm. But what if that was mechanical life that came, Mm -hmm. right? What if the war that that is, is coming, the next comet that's coming, is bringing more of this mechanized life to this planet? Or, as some people believe, what if we are actually a form of artificial intelligence? Mm. What if humanity is, in fact, self-replicating AI that was brought here? Right? Man. That's, mm. yeah. That's a lot to digest. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a round of applause, everyone? I get on my hand. We all know how essential the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 is for that precise trim below the waist. Their advanced skin-safe technology reduces cuts to your most delicate areas. But now you can enhance your perfect grooming routine with their ultra-premium collection. This package includes Manscaped Premium Deodorant, not for your balls, for your stanky armpits. It dries clear, it's aluminum-free, and it smells like their signature scent. Hydrating body moisturizer? Have tattoos or issues with dry skin? Well, this is designed to keep your skin feeling clean, smooth, and smelling fresh. Body wash to lather you up with their infused aloe vera and sea salt shower gel. Two-in-one shampoo conditioner to clean your scalp with one easy step, plus a free gift. A three-pack set of lip balm that's made up with ingredients such as vitamin E, peppermint, and eucalyptus oil to keep those chappers feeling moist. That's four products, plus a gift is inside the Ultra Premium Collection. What a score. All these products are cruelty-free, paraben-free, vegan friendly and dye free the best ingredients with zero compromise i'd recommend using the products in this order hop in the shower and scrub it up dev that body with the manscaped body wash Two, lather up your hair with a two-in-one shampoo conditioner to keep your noggin togging three dry off and spray the hydrating body moisturizer to reinvigorate your dry skin four put on that manscaped deodorant for obvious reason because you stink five pop that manscaped lip balm on your lips no one is out there kissing chapped up lips Getting dressed after is optional. Wear one great scent all day long. Get that ultra-premium collection hot off the shelves. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code CBM20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code CBM20 at manscaped.com. The power of attraction is now in a bottle, thanks to Manscaped. I haven't smoked weed by the way, I'm just I saying, haven't either. I'm, so I'm just letting people know no, this no, is no, coming no. off. Oh yeah, I don't this have is, any weed either. This, this is, is uh, this is coming straight off the dome. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just saying, this is this is clear thinking. Yeah, fueled by a lot of <laughs> coldness. coldness. Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking back to just in general what I know about recent AI headlines. You know, Elon Musk is one of those billionaires out here, and he has a lot of money to dispose and experiment mm-hmm. with. And he even said that he, he's not willing to experiment with AI with his robots because he's unsure of the unknown of what it could do. Right. Sure. You know, and if you think back to our robot with Will Smith, like that was like, Oh one, maybe like in between, maybe like 2004 and we're like in 2022 now, but like the fact that they were able to have their own consciousness and separate from our own control systems. Like that's the thing that keeps us safe right now mm-hmm. is that we have mechanisms in place to stop them. But what if they rapidly jump over those guidelines right. and then right. they're no longer disconnected? Right. Yeah, disconnected. Well, it's the primary directive of robots. It's like you can't hurt another. You can't hurt the humans. three. The three, three laws. laws. Yeah, three yeah. laws. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, but also, I mean, to, to add a wrinkle to this is we we know that Earth is a special planet. Mm-hmm. 
there that we we in our in our very uh, uh, rudimentary understanding of the universe, we are smart enough to know there's not a lot of places that have an atmosphere like we have mm-hmm. that have uh, that have oceans like we have mm-hmm. that can sustain what we think of as life, yeah. human mm-hmm. life and, and animal life. What if the story of our universe is just that, that there is mechanical life that is constantly trying to end biological life? Mm. Meaning, what if humans did come here hundreds of thousands of years ago via space travel Mm -hmm. because this is one of the few planets that they could live on Mm -hmm. only to be followed by their ancient enemy, the machines Mm. who followed soon after. And we've been trying to hold them off ever since. Mm. And now we talk about leaving this planet and going somewhere else. Mm -hmm. What we're talking about is the preservation of what we consider biological human life. This is Battlestar Galactica. Isn't it Battlestar yeah. Galactica? Battlestar Galactica. That's crazy. Yeah, that's the, the plot of Battlestar Galactica. Damn, I had a good idea. The whole series has been... No, but like you said, was it this episode? You're like, Hollywood, they they are... Hollywood's now. Con- we've told we've said this yeah. many times. Hollywood is always just, dis- and that is not a, a fringe idea at all. Mm-hmm. I was uh, mm-hmm. I was walking down the street. Now, this isn't pre-pandemic. Uh, walking down the street and uh, ran into a friend of mine that owns a restaurant downtown, and we were talking about how crazy things are getting. And he goes, "You know what? I think he goes, I think the people in Hollywood make up the stuff they want us to know, and then because how many mm-hmm. times does a movie come out, and then like uh, months later exactly. it happens, and I was exactly. like, mm-hmm. it's soft disclosure. Like, you sure you're not a conspiracy theorist? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. I think that's exactly what they do. Yeah, yeah. They do it in a way where it's so fictional that they can't be implicated in like a oh, right, crime yeah. or like releasing right. too much information because it's technically loosely based off of fictional characters. But the plots are very much so tangible, and they had just evidence right. to support right. it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I think that we've talked about um, that on Mars. There seems to be some sense that there might have been humanoid-like creatures yeah. who intentionally. Um, this is based on a, a, an episode we did where that remember that guy that was like kind of like security force in in Mars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he yeah, wrote yeah. a book. Uh, he was like a Danny McBride character. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, <laughs> and and he said that they were they were intentionally primitive. Like mm. they were originally from Earth and they left because they saw the that the, that the end of technology is destruction. And like, and it's very much like, you know, like the, the idea of the, the Avengers, like the more powerful humans become, the more they'll attract, you know, powerful yeah. mm-hmm. enemies. It's like the only way to avoid this is to live a life where you're just sort of rural agrarian yeah. farming. Yeah, Amish had it right. Yeah. And if you do that and you just sort of like just farm the land, then you don't have any technology. You won't attract these machine robots. But right. what have we done? We've basically illuminated our earth with light. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, you can see our planet from so far away now because we're just constantly doing stuff on it. Mm-hmm. And we're we're also shooting out signals everywhere trying to find people. Mm-hmm. And now we they've found us. And they're like, oh, mm-hmm. that's where the humans moved to. Let's go kill them. And yeah. that's, where they're, that's what they're coming. Do you think the metaverse makes it susceptible to being conquered then? Yeah. Because we're no longer wanting to live our real lives. We're wanting to be in a virtual space. That's the, that's the, yeah. I mean, that, I mean, that's the matrix, but yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. if, if you are a machine and you say, well, what's the best way to control these people and give them the happiest life? Let's just give them what they want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is 
to be lazy and sit and do nothing. Mm-hmm. Wally. Wally. Oh, it yeah. is Wally. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And maybe maybe the machines think that they are good stewards of humanity, mm-hmm. right? Which I mean, I mean, they have like all the UFO, uh, UAP things, like uh, the aerial school phenomenon. Uh, there's this incident in uh, is it South Africa? I think the aerial school is. Uh, yeah, all these kids saw this UFO land. Yeah, and the UFO, the people, the occupants projected images of global warming and catastrophe to the kids. And they're basically saying, "We, you need to take better care of your planet." That's often mm-hmm. that's a common message among uh, UAP or uh, aliens, right. mm-hmm. Extra, extraterrestrials, I guess. I don't. I mean, that just brings in, back the idea that we're just a zoo, we're just a zoo, right? right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. we're just like, we're fine if you guys live here, but you got to right. got to cut it back a little bit. Well, I think that fights against your idea that they would destroy life. I think I think um, sentient AI understands how how important organic consciousness in life is mm-hmm. so they would definitely want to preserve it because they don't uh, they don't understand it because that's not what they came from right right no i think they realize that we're not um uniform in like believing or let, let's just say really having the same desires for all of humankind like mm. there's so many different sects of what we believe and we think each other is different because we have so many classes like race classism economic we're so focused on the wrong things that maybe that the aliens or the extraterrestrials <laughs> the special entities of this earth and world they don't engage with us fully because we're not we, they can't save us all. So if they don't have the majority, then oh. hmm. it's like they might as well just wait until we are susceptible and vulnerable in a major way where they can just come over and take over mm. and start it over. Yeah, like in the next several years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I want to be dead by then. I don't. I don't even want to. I don't. I mean, wanna... we might all be. I mean, it's a good chance. <laughs> Y'all making it seem like it's going to be soon. Like, I'm thinking, like, next month or something. I <laughs> oh, just, like, the... skip my rent or something. <laughs> yeah, like, we... give me a date. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean... That's a great, you're, you're like, <laughs> where the judge is like, you know, Miss Roberts, why haven't you paid your rent in six Wait months? Wait on them aliens. Like, That's right. That's right. Uh, I'm supposed to be dead next month, so if you could just, uh, listen, I can't pay interest on death. <laughs> Payable on death, is that a, That's a phrase. Yeah. This yeah, I, this, the, you know, fitting in, and again, if you haven't listened to our last episode, I think it really dovetails nicely. I didn't intend it that way. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you know, a lot of the gaps in sort of alien lore make sense if you're talking about a a robot, mm-hmm. like just a machine life. Sure. You know, and, um, and, and, and look, if machine life can replicate and they can break down the, dust particles that exist in space to create hydrogen atoms and fuel themselves and then mm-hmm. build themselves. Like we are, we, we are not the superior life in this universe. It right. is, it is the, it's the machines and whatever they want to do with this planet, they will do whether that's for our good or for our detriment. I have no idea. Right. But the, the, the leading scientists in the world are like, yeah, if we get invaded soon, mm-hmm. it's going to be from machines. And, and I think, you know, one of the things we've, we've talked about is, like, when you win the presidency, there has to be a moment. I mean, every president gets briefed on, like, what they know. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if every president gets the same briefing. Mm-hmm. I mean, but yeah. to some degree, I think the president knows. And, and Obama and, and, and Donald Trump have both said, 
yeah, there's, yes, I got yeah. information. Look, mm-hmm. yeah, there are things they told me. Mm-hmm. Can I share them with you? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if they say, look, yeah, there, there's something out there that's an intelligent machine life. And they're like, can we, can we beat it? No. Mm. Can we stop it? No. Then what do we do? Carry on as normal. Which would make sense for like 100%. how we react to it. It's like, we can't do anything can't, about it. We, so why? 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 Right. And in fact, this is something my dad said when, when I brought up the original uh, New York times article with my dad, uh, I was like, oh, there's the government saying there's UFOs. He goes, you know what? I think there's more important stuff happening on earth right now. Maybe we should focus on that. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like, are you trying to tell me I don't, I'm not doing my job, dad. <laughs> You're trying to tell me I don't make enough money and I'm not successful <laughs> enough. What are you telling me, dad? You don't love me? But yeah. what American is not going to want to try to conquer something that seems well, to that's be a why threat? Tr- that's right. why Trump yeah, yeah. created Space Force because they were mm-hmm. like, he's like, where are these things? There's like, there's millions of them just yeah. hovering out in space. Mm-hmm. But they're tiny. They're small. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they can also yeah. come together and form yeah. something bigger. And he's like, well, I want a Space Force to go out there and start trying to yeah. understand these better. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do remember him doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I'm really, I really think this is true. Yeah. I mean, most of the stuff we talk about on this pod is ridiculous. Yeah, I think a yeah. lot of what we talk, and, and again, this is, I mean, we have talked about a unified theory regarding consciousness and mm-hmm. UAPs and UFOs and alien, like, uh, like, Ghosts and all that stuff for years, and whether and how it's all tied together. But if you want to think about what could be the simplest nitty gritty solution, oh, it's it's just a it's a mechanical AI out there just just poking us when they want to poke us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, know? right. I do like all the other stuff, and it, and I love it, and I probably believe it at heart. But this one, you know, it's yeah, sure. Yeah, when you think about just science and technology in general, like I think it's a play in order to replace organic consciousness. Right. Okay. Like, because we're getting to the point where we're lazy, where we don't even want to have to think for ourselves. Right. You know, because we already have the Alexas and the series in place to mm-hmm. do or implement certain activities for us without us having to do it. Right. Because we have it set. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if that's already in place, then. We're we're waiting for such an evolution or another technological revolution where we're so docile that we're not um, hip enough to realize the slow takeover of our own lives. Like right. it kind of reminds me of like um, the SpongeBob movie when like all hell plankton with the chum bucket. Mm. Like it's like majority of people in the workforce, they want somebody to make decisions for them. Yes. Like, let's be honest. Like, I'm not a self-starter. Yeah, no, 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 right, no. Right. Yeah. That's why there's so few entrepreneurs and entrepreneurship is so hard mm-hmm. because you're fighting against the majority, which is they want to live these regular lives where everybody's making decisions for them and everything is in a uniform right. where they can expect it to be the same thing for the most right, part right. every day. Yeah. So most people take the red pill. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Is that the right? Is that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah the red it's pill. one of those pills. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Right. It's like a most, blue green. <laughs> yeah. I think most. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Aliens come down. They say, "Look, you got two choices. Yeah. You can go on fight, try to live this life that you think is good, or we can hook you up into a metaverse. Mm-hmm. You can. You want to be famous? We'll make you famous. You the want, metaverse is nothing. It's nothing. It's yeah. literally the metaverse to me. The easiest way for me to explain the metaverse is simply 
the Sims game, but we're paying for it, <laughs> you know? Right, right. Because. No, no, right, right. I'm, I'm talking about like a Matrix style metaverse. Oh, where like, yeah. If you want to just, if you just want to go to sleep and we'll hook you up. Yeah. And you yeah. get to like be whatever you want to be. You, you only pay be. with your life, not with mm-hmm. money. Yeah, you don't pay yeah. with money. Yeah, you just like, we yeah. will give you a, a fantasy world that you are the star of if mm-hmm. that's what you want. But to die consciously is death. Come on, don't don't go. <laughs> don't that, that's what they're saying, though, because I mean, Damn. if you die in that uh, illusion, then you are dead. I just googled <laughs> wine and Dayquil, and the results were not good. Oh yeah, you should not be driving. We're in the uh, rabbit hole, baby. <laughs> uh, what's your thoughts on this? Because we've talked about this a bunch on this show, and uh, reincarnation is something I believe in one hundred percent. What do you do? You believe that consciousness lives on and is brought back and if you don't i will change your mind with a netflix series well in if you're saying it in that sense i don't think energy ever dies right so i think that some remnant of you is still here in a capacity where it's like i'm feeling you in the breeze or around me mm-hmm. or if i can just carry you or your thought in my thoughts you know i think that that's not by chance right i don't think i'm gonna like become a shoebox or something, you know? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't think I'll be another piece of matter, but I think that my cells will be dispersed within the atmosphere and be felt by those that were interconnected to me while I was living. That's got to suck if, like, really, like, you die and the amount of energy you had in your life, (laughs) it was enough for one person one time to go, whatever happened to that guy? It's like the amount of energy. But no, I'll I'll, I'll hit you to something. Uh, I've talked about... uh, a bunch on this pod. It's a, it's a, it proves reincarnation. And I think that's interesting in terms of, I don't know what that means for this, but it does, uh, prove some sort of, uh, energy trap we could be in. And I don't mm-hmm. know what that means for aliens or anybody controlling us, but it is mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. Um, mm. So do, so how do you all balance the emergence of machines and technology in our life? Like how do you keep that boundary to where you don't feel like you're so, like, consumed by it or, or feel like you're so intertwined where you can't tell where your real life and that life ends. Mm, I have no balance. You don't? In that regard. Mm. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I, I, yeah, it's getting like that, though. It's, com- I mean, yeah, like, I mean, it's really hard to sort of, especially if you're comedians and you have to sort of have a persona online. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And but do you or have they made a have they changed right. our perception exactly. to make us feel like because I we feel don't like, stop with this because like Mark, Mike Mello Mike Mello is a great example yeah because he is hilarious and his track record as we know him on our scene is phenomenal mm-hmm. he does not have an online presence right he missed that window you know right but but he's still yeah. relevant right well the people that the people that yeah. shine shine regardless of having a platform or not. But that's why I'm like, do you think we need to have those boundaries in place? Just burn your, remember to kill your television? That was a big movement in the eighties. <laughs> oh yeah. Television. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, mean, I look, I got friends. Yeah. I got, I got a friend with a flip phone. No, yeah. no smartphone. He's like, I don't want that shit. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah. he's super healthy. He's a super happy guy. Like he is, he is. Those are times where I'm like, dude, that's the way to go, man. Yeah, it is. But if you go a week without social media or just being on your phone, you've missed so much. But it, quote, but you don't know. But you haven't missed it. Though. So like, yeah. So I was, I've, I've been in a trap of, uh, you know, just do I, being sick for a week. I was just doom scrolling constantly, and I was like, I've seen this. And my mother-in-law lives in our basement, and constantly she'll the news will be on. She's like, 
I've seen this story. Mm-hmm. I've seen this story. And like the other day, the weather came on and it's storms coming. She's like, I've seen this story. I was like, you saw the weather? Uh, yeah. I don't know if I believe that, but uh, okay. I know it happens every day, but uh, yeah. but I was like, I got to get off this phone. For a I deleted Instagram for a weekend. And then I put it back on my phone because I had to do something with comedy. And I was yeah. like, what did I miss? Who the fuck cares? Nothing. Nothing yeah. matters. This it is does, dumb. Yeah. Like pay attention to the, pe- the five people in your life. Like mm-hmm. that's all that matters, mm-hmm. you know. And like, and we, and that's we, why if you're a human and you're like, let's take a handful of people, mm-hmm. leave this planet, mm-hmm. go to another blue planet, and start again with no technology, and we'll we'll stick to the idea of like, let's let's avoid these this robotic takeover that's happened mm-hmm. for billions of years by by not having any technology by living agrarian life. Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm down. But what if the one percent is in collaboration with the aliens because they've already have the resources to do it. They probably just are. Yeah. Exactly. Probably Population are. control. It always yep. comes down to that. God. We're, 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 look, we're doomed. <laughs> That's my final thought. We we're are doomed. doomed. <laughs> we're doomed. Do your research. <laughs> uh, if, if the aliens come tomorrow, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to work. Uh, I don't work. Anymore. Nah, I don't work either. So it's yeah, nice. So like, um, so I, yeah, I, we're not. I'm not going to do comedy tomorrow night. <laughs> we skipped it tonight. Yeah, well, I, yeah. Um, well, that's it. But my final thought is, I I think that like, there's too many scientists. If you go look up, mm-hmm. if you just Google, if aliens come to Earth, they will be robots. It is every major scientist is like, yes, that's that's if that happens, that's what it will happen. That's what it will be. Yeah. Organic matter can't move through space in the way that we understand space. Mm-hmm. Robots can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can turn a robot off for 10,000 years, let it get to a place, and then turn it back on, mm-hmm. yeah. and then let it colonize a, a planet, yeah. right? Humans can't do that, mm-hmm. right? Like, so it's like, that, that just makes so much sense that what we're going to see here is, is alien life. Terrifying, but yeah, I think in the end, you're just like, let me just be good to my kids and my, my wife. Mm-hmm. and Live a good life. Try to be make some people laugh in the process. Mm-hmm. This is a real downer of an episode. Not, I, mean, not, <laughs> no. I mean, not necessarily. It speaks to the endearing quality of the human spirit because mm-hmm. if humans and consciousness are what we think they are, then sentient AI don't have consciousness and they mm-hmm. don't have what we have. So maybe the whole point of all this, and this may be a religious thing, this may not be a religious thing, but maybe the point is just hugging those around you and living that life. Maybe this, maybe they're jealous of us. They probably are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe they want to try to find the soul and try to capture it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe they can't be reincarnated. And that's the one thing that we have. Right. Someone's got to fix them because we want our consciousness to live forever. Not our bodies, but our Grass consciousness. Is greener. They yeah. want the opposite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. I think my final thought is just that it's up to you. Will you be an ally or an enemy of the robots and artificial intelligence? The choice <laughs> is yours. That's right. I mean, you know, you have your you have as much power to decide as you have technology at your fingertips with your phone. So educate yourselves and make a choice. <laughs> I'm going to work for them. I'm not. Yeah. yeah. I say this in the last episode. I will work with them. Yeah. <laughs> Choose me. Choose me. I'm your girl. Do you notice that she kept, every time she said aliens, she's like, I don't mean aliens. I mean people from somewhere else that clearly they need them. to hire me for something because yeah. I don't think they're any different than us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're definitely they thems. I know that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Gender neutral mm-hmm. uh, robots. They definitely sure. are gender neutral. Yeah. <laughs> Shane, uh, final thoughts? Uh, final thoughts. Same thing. Uh, 
you know what? Hug, hug your people. Uh, robots will always be around, and they'll always try to take us on, and they'll always want us to be one of them. But you know what? Fuck those guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, We're all consciousness, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Organically. That's right. Well, if aliens do come, we'll be back next week to talk about it here. <laughs> That's another right. Episode. We'll have one on. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. You're always invited on the pod. Yeah. Just because I met. Yeah, I, I talked a lot of shit just then. But if you do want to be a guest, this is a big scoop for us. If you come back, we'll probably get on the news if you come and do our pod. All right. We'll do it if you're out there listening. We're yeah. big in the aliens. Um, <laughs> yeah, listen, sure. that's our that's yeah, our Nanny, show. Nanny. Thanks for listening, Brandy. Before we get out of here, where yeah. can people find you, follow you, listen yeah. to you? What 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 do people need to know about? You can follow me on Instagram at underscore b e e original. Um, Brandy with an I, Roberts on Google anywhere. I've got a couple of articles read up about me, some YouTube videos out. So y'all check it out. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. Thank you. It was well, great having is, you on. Uh, it's been yeah. fun. It's been super fun. This has been Conspiracy Beer Me. I am Justin Scranton. I'm Shane Smith. And this was... Randy Roberts. Peace. Peace. Peace.